Coming up in this episode of the KickCast, turn your DNA into art, bring back MST3K, and print on your nails using your phone. All that more coming up, so sit back and relax. It's time for the KickCast. Hey everybody, it is time for another episode of the KickCast, the podcast where we go out and find projects and let you know if you should backtrack or sack them. I am one half of the show, KT Data, and joining me is a man who just, you know... He he has so many different um, barriers that he has to get around, and a cold will not stop him from doing the show. The one no. only Drew Tyler. How you doing, Drew? Nothing will stop me. I'm good. Things are good. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm gonna be fine, folks. So. Yeah, don't die on me, man. I I really hate finding I'm good co-hosts. Be- <laughs> it just, <laughs> uh, it's, it, this is totally for personal gain. It's not. It's not about yeah, your no, well-being. It, it's about me having to go find another co-host. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm good. Good. All right. <laughs> On there. But if it is your first time watching the show, first of all, welcome to the show. Um, and welcome. we hope you guys enjoy. But before we go into the projects tonight, and believe me, we got some amazing projects and we got some stinkers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on there. let's cover some news on there and this one was actually sent by one of the guys who was on the team that actually did this we're talking about private crowdfunding so we've heard about kickstarter indiegogo gofundme um fundable more of these sites mm-hmm. where you go to their platform and do it um and some so so drew you, you've kind of seen this on some sites too where they instead of doing that they do it on their own site and they do their own kind of private one on there okay, right. so so um, there's this uh, uh, time tracking app called Hours on there, and I I've think it's it, uh-huh. I, I think they've only had um, yeah normal like phone apps type locations, but they didn't they wanted to build a cloud version of it on there. So they decided let's try crowdfunding on there, and they ended up raising forty thousand um, dollars, completely private, not on a separate platform or anything. Everything they did was on their own thing. Um, and what was cool about it is Ooh. they actually wrote about their process on how they actually did their private crowdfunding. If you're, and I think some of this advice is great advice in general for crowdfunding. Other ones are for, if you have a um, company and you're like, maybe I should try this private crowdfunding um, for it to work. So one of the things that is important to know, ours actually already had a, a user base. They actually sent out um, this to only their subscribers on their email list. And they had, uh, I forgot how much, but it was only like, um, yeah, I can't remember how much it was, but it wasn't that large of an email list. 1,600 newsletter subscribers over past few weeks. That's not many. Yeah, so they raised $38,428 from 378 backers, an average of 101 dollars per backer on there so they raised they raised their money that they needed um on there and so some of the things they found out that exclusivity it's a big thing you guys should know this already because you say limited edition and my eyes dart to that that's right so you know this (laughs) um but another thing is they 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 also found that people they had a click-through rate of 49 percent of people who got the email which they personalized had a custom code and everything on there and they they would click on the link for the invite to take them to the page where they actually had to enter in their own user code like on there. So it, it made it. people a little more invested because they're like, ooh, I'm part of this private club. And they didn't dole out all these invites at once either. They they phased it in a couple um during a couple of weeks on there. Um 
And so then, people, yeah, so then yeah. you get your code. It's like stand in line. It's your chance. You might get something. Yeah, or yeah, or you won't get your code quite yet on there. So they kind of teased it a little bit. Um, and there, and then so people were wondering, like, why in the world did you do private instead of going to Indiegogo, Kickstarter? You know, where there's already a platform on there because they built everything by themselves from scratch. Um, they use Stripe, CSS, and Bootstrap to put together this website to take all the money on there. For all you normal people, those are just basic web developer tools that are commonplace right. everywhere. I'm like, pretty much most websites now that you do transactions, use Stripe if you're putting in credit card information. Um, and then Bootstrap and HTML, CSS are just fancy commonplace tools. I mean, people use those as a base for almost everything um, on there. Yes. So they, they, they liked that because it gave them time to experiment because they did this exclusive only kind of thing where normally you've got a Kickstarter, it's open to everybody. Um, and allowed them to kind of do invite only and just dole it out piece by piece on there. But I like this line out of their all write-up. Our top goal for running this campaign was actually not the money. It was to build a community of committed early adopters, a group of users who who we could bounce ideas off, get feedback from, and who ultimately would help us get the word out on launch day. Um, that is, if you're doing a crowdfunding project, those are some words that you may want to think about. It may not be words to live by, but that is an I, I honestly think is an important part of crowdfunding is building that community. I mean, sure, the money's there, and I think that's a problem where a lot of people just see the money only. But you're totally missing out on a valuable asset of finding these um, early adopters, these people who can become evangelists for whatever you're doing. I mean, we do that. We do right. it on this show. Right. I mean, I make it. A, I make a conscious effort to find projects that have just recently launched to cover on these shows. I, you know. If if you find, if you see look at a lot of projects, most of them are not even close to funding their goal, or they just launch like three days before recording the show. Because you know, I, I like finding the latest and greatest, and this is one way of doing it. Um, but if you're looking to run a crowdfunding project, I would check out this post. It's about an eight minute read, according to Medium, and it has some great insights on there. And you know, it, maybe private crowdfunding is not for you, but maybe it is. So. It might be something you may want to consider. Um, I don't. I don't know, Drew. Do you think it's a good idea for these sites to kind of silo themselves instead of going to Indiegogo or sites like that? Well, what really makes sense for these guys is that they had a like they like you said they had this user base. They had sixteen thousand emails that they already had people using their product, and they just needed to, to amp it up to make it web version. So why not, in a way, pre-sell that or make that available for for their fan base because they're the ones that are using now. They're the ones that are subscribing now. They're the ones that probably want to be a part. So this makes this makes a lot of sense in the private funding area because with a few simple tools, they were able to set it up, collect their money, and make those sales. You know, using all the things they talked about, exclusivity and some other the tips and tricks. Um, I, it makes sense for certain for certain types of companies. It totally makes sense because what you get with Kickstarter and Indiegogo is you get a little bit of of not virility, like but you get a bigger voice, right? You say Kickstarter and you put it out there and people are like, okay, I've heard of this crowdfunding. Okay, I understand. Or they backed something before, but your project is just sitting there in a pile with a bunch of others. This was so narrow focused of like ours users, you know, come back us. Uh, I think it works. I think it works at a certain level and I'm not sure that it's for everybody, but especially in the software space where you're trying to iterate or improve or expand what you've already got, I think this totally works. This is fantastic read. Yep, and again, big thanks to Stephen Wise for sending this article a long way. And I love these projects that actually kind of outline their their their, their 
methodology and stuff. Um, I think probably on a future show, I'll have to show you what the contender did because they did a full write-up on what they did, and they raised boatloads of money too um, on there. So speaking of crowdfunding platforms, um, Indiegogo, it, you know, they actually have pushed out some updates, and normally we don't cover feature updates and things, but I think these are kind of important updates that they've pushed out over the month of October on there. Um, so the first one is... Of course, they've done generosity, but on on this, this list, um, creators now can do pre-order betas on their site. So it's not open to everybody, oh. kind of like how in-demand wasn't open to everybody when they initially launched. Pre-orders is um, a way to do that. The trick is you can't have in-demand funding and pre-orders at the same time. So I was like, well, that makes sense. what is really the difference between the two? Because both are after the, the fact and everything. Um, pre-orders are pretty much, I think it ends up hiding your your tiers and stuff that you had previously while in demand allowed you to still pick those tiers and stuff. This one, you can actually put Ooh. in your price of what the product is going to sell at. And it's almost like a second buy page on there. So okay. they're, um, they're rolling that out. So you may or may not have it on there and you may want to prod them if you're like, Hey, maybe I want to try this now for all you backers out there. You can actually now request refunds for projects <laughs> there. Yeah, so the trick that's about a new thing. Yeah. The trick about requesting a refund though, it has to be before the project ends. If they've, if Indiegogo has already dispersed the money to the creator, they can't do anything about that. And the creator has to do it manually. Um, and it works both ways. So backers can request refunds through their orders detail page, or the creators can go in and manually send it back to, um, on there. And then, Speaking of the orders detail page, you can now update your shipping address, which I always thought this was the weirdest thing um, when it came when when it, yeah. when it comes to Indiegogo. Is like you re- there was really no connect to show you what level you kind of backed previously on a project. You actually have to go through a separate page, go find other things. Which I you know I I think UI wise that's a little funky. Unlike on, on Kickstarter, you scroll down, you'll see that green box. You're like, oh yeah, I picked that one. Right, on that was me. Um, yep, yep. On there, so. Now you can change your addresses. And then number five, campaigns now have tags. Um, This is just going to make it easier for people to search for things. FYI, these tags may seem irrelevant, but they actually can help a lot on there. Um, Right, that's just straight SEO, connecting projects to projects and like-minded people. That makes sense. Yeah, and like like I said, a lot of the people who find this show is because I've been using tags and tagging things like that. So tags do work on there. So... Those are some quick updates. I don't know. Did any of them really stand out to you, Drew? No, but but combined, I think they're it's a good, nice, solid update. Individually, it's kind of like, okay, good for that. We got that. That's nice. But no, I think, I think it's great. I'm most excited about the um, the just being able to update your shipping address for different things because mm-hmm. sometimes that's that makes it good. Yeah. Do you think Indiegogo st- – I, I, I think this may be true – but I don't, I don't know about you, but my image of Indiegogo is they're still trying to get on parity with Kickstarter. Um, on there, And I think they're having troubles with it because, to be honest with you, the quality of projects that I find on Indiegogo tend to be a little lower than what I see on Kickstarter because Indiegogo tends to let it's, everybody on there. Right. There's a lower barrier to entry there for sure. So, yes. It, it, they've definitely still got this... <sighs> Uh, Maverick kind of feel to them because they are kind of free flowing and, and a little less structured than Kickstarter, and because they have flexible funding. And I'm always looking at that when I look at the Indiegogo campaign. Is okay. Is this money like 
is this me putting in my my place in line in case they get it, or am I actually you know supporting regardless of whether they get it or not? So I, I I I don't know things like that. I think will keep them going, but I I don't know. I, it, yeah, I think they're still they're still growing. They're trying to get themselves up up to that point. I don't know. They I think they they're trying to diversify themselves as well, so they're mm-hmm. not exactly Kickstarter. So they're doing certain things specifically for themselves. Yeah, because um, I have a feeling, but they are going to be one of the first equity crowdfunding places out there, um, which is going to be a little bit interesting on there. But still, on the topic of Indiegogo, um, one thing I like about Indiegogo is they tend to put a lot more helpful tutorials for creators and projects, um, people who think are putting out projects out. I've noticed mm-hmm. as of late on there. Um, so I really, I honestly hate, hate. Um, this subtitle that I put down is crowdfunding hacks. These aren't really hacks, honestly. Free hacks. Um, that is totally link bait e titles on there, to be honest with you. These are just honestly seven best practices that I honestly think if you're running a business on the internet, you should be using these anyways. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I was looking at these and they all look like the very basic, like this is what you do. You yeah. Know? So it, even if you aren't even thinking to do crowdfunding projects, but you have a business and you're like, well, what can I do better? Um, so here are some tips on there. So first of all, Google alerts. If you don't know what Google alerts are, you actually can go to Google and set up keywords that if Google search engine searches and finds an article that has those terms in it, that will email you the article and the link and let you know about it on there. So that is a really good tool. So that way you know when a news site picks you up. I'm pretty sure some of the projects we've covered in the past found our show from that because I've gotten emails from them before I've even sent the email out saying, hey, you were featured on our show <laughs> on there. So right, I, I, I have right. a feeling that um, you know it, it is a big thing. So that's one thing that you may want to keep running on there. But one tip as a person who's done Google Alerts before, try a little more concise search terms because if it's too broad, you're going to get a lot of emails. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> on there. So number two, so number two, this is one of many tools that you can do, but is buffer. I think Hoot Hootsuite does this too. Um are there any others that I can think of? There there's a ton of them. But what Buffer does is kind of brings all your social media channels under one one umbrella and then you can actually schedule your posts out, which is extremely helpful unless you're on Google Plus right. where you can't do that on Google Plus. Thanks for it's like, it's like the old <laughs> It's like the old Ronco. You set it and you forget it. Yeah. Um, and so that that's one great thing. But instead of forgetting it, though, one thing I honestly hope you do, though, is be around when you schedule the post so you can actually respond to people on there. Right, right. So what, what what I like about using Buffer is I can have it all scheduled. Then I don't have to be frantic saying, oh, crap, I got to get this posted out at 2. It's already set. It's going to be posting at 2, and I'll be ready there this to is, see what other people say yep. about it. Um, this is why I was a little late today because that is something that I do. I post for a clothing site, uh, and I hadn't done. I used to do one a day, and I had not scheduled it, so that's why I was late because I was upstairs posting away frantically. Buy my pillows for your yeah. <laughs> on there, and so number three, um, again, always have a video on your crowdfunding project. But you're probably like KT. I don't have three hundred dollars for Final Cut Pro or however right. much it is for Adobe Creative Cloud now. Um, you know that's expensive. Know Plus, I don't know how to do all of this. Um, so hard. Guess what? You can do this all on YouTube. YouTube has a fairly competent basic editor. It's not going to have like all. It's your... a good word for it. I think competent is a good word yeah. for that. It does it. 
Yeah, it does doesn't have a lot of your bells and whistles, but you can actually make a fairly basic video on YouTube, and it doesn't have to look like crap either. <laughs> on there, might add, because what you, what you can do is you can upload audio recordings um, and different video clips, your graphics or images of your product, and then put them all together. And I think YouTube lets you. I don't. I I don't use it that often because well, you know, Final Cut. Uh, <laughs> on there but you can actually you know add a little bit of text and everything and then stitch together your video in youtube on there so yeah you, you, yeah, can, you can shuffle shuffle pieces around on top of your audio track it's almost iMovie-esque it's very yeah. very simple and it has the mo- the mobility uh, to put all the pieces and bits in wow yeah so i mean it's not going to make the greatest things but it's going to give you a basic video and that's remember videos have four times as much success rate as projects that don't on there um and then so this next one, I don't use this much because I am terrible at making graphics. Maybe I should use it more. <laughs> it's uh, called uh, Canva. And it is, again, kind of like YouTube. It's almost Photoshop except in your web browser on there. Um, right. You, you sign up. They have a lot of different templates and stuff that you can put together. And you can put together something really snazzy um, on there without knowing how to, you know, do a, you know, opaque mask. Right, the whole, and the exactly. Between. <laughs> You know, on exactly. there with, with all the different layers. Um, and then this one, I've never heard of this, but you may have, Drew. It's called the USNPL, and it is a directory of actually. local newspapers, TV stations, and radio stations throughout the United States. It's almost like the yellow pages for the media. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of strange. And it makes sense, especially as, as you're launching a project that you would have everybody near and close to you that has the broad, the broad voice to, to be able to you know, share this message. So it makes sense. I did not realize that there was, I don't know. I just have always Googled. I just know what affiliates they are, but that, and you know, everybody impressive. in media, you know, right, right. I just call <laughs> so, up my students and be like, so, I need some. Yeah. I'm, we haven't said this much, but the degrees of drew is real. Like literally you can, you can connect <laughs> anybody through media, just through drew. It's, it's crazy. So that's why, that's why, yes. Why am I asking you about it? You don't need a directory. You just like, Hey peeps. And then it it's just goes, awesome. just goes through the grapevine like, and you get what you need done. <laughs> I'll be like, Hey, can you get Al Roker on the phone for me? Yeah, I know. I know we're buddies. Let's go. <laughs> See, it's, it's Al Roker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, and then number six, this is another great one. Buzz Sumo. Have you used this before drew? I've not used BuzzSumo, no. This is, this is great because it's almost like a social media search engine. You can put in terms on there. And what BuzzSumo will do is pull up um, articles and like people who are influencers on specific topics and stuff. And it comes up oh, and you can like contact. And so that way, you know, and because you wonder like how in the world do like BuzzFeed and stuff find all these articles and stuff to put their list together? They use BuzzSumo. It's great. Like <laughs> when, wow. I was, when I saw this on the list, I'm like, Oh yeah, people might not know about it. <laughs> I have the, never heard of this. Yeah, it, it's great, and it shows you the influences on these articles and how many people each of these articles reach and stuff. It, it is is if you are in the media in general or have a business, this is a great way of doing some background research, doing you know finding yeah, some homework yeah. and finding things that may help increase your sales and stuff by putting out good content. Because as we all know, content is king. Making good content is great. And, you know, connecting with people who already make good content gives you a leg up. Pretty key. Yeah. On there. And then the number seven, I know they, they have a branded one on there. It's the Indiegogo prep calendar. 
plan your crowdfunding campaign. In general, this is good for anything if you're running a business. Having a plan and sticking to it is great. Um, so you, yes. can, you can download their template. You don't have to use it, but I love that it has things like write a press release, finish editing your video. And one of the most important things is once your campaign launches, you'll notice that every day on that campaign, it says answers, respond to comments. Respond to comments. Make time huge. for that. That's key. You and I talk about that all the time. Yeah. And yeah. then after, after the campaign ends, every week they're like post update, post update, post update. You know, so I check out the calendar. If even if you don't want plan on using it, it gives you a good idea on what you should put on your own calendar if you're planning. Yeah. Yes. All right. So you know, those are those are some really good tips. And don't, don't you agree, Drew? This is not just limited to crowdfunding. In general, if you're running a business, some of no. these tips are great. Every one of those is something that that you should know about, and you should be doing just to, just to market online. This is a fantastic list. All right. Okay. So I know everybody's like, wait. Aren't you in the projects yet? Before we go in, there are two quick projects that I want to give you a plug. One of them we didn't feature because, honestly, by the time this episode comes out, you'll have less than 24 hours to back it. And the other one is right, an old so jump friend. On it. Yeah, and the other one is, can we say he's a friend of the show? He's a friend of the show. <laughs> yeah, I think he's totally a friend, friend of the show. He's a friend of the show. So Frank Bedor, of course, doing the Looking Glass Wars. We've covered him multiple times. We've interviewed him before um, on yeah, there. Yep. And he, he's, he's a great guy. We love his books. Both Drew and I are fans of his books. Of course, he is coming out again. He is expanding the Looking Glass Wars universe, right, Drew? Um, yes. Yeah. One more sequel is supposed to come in after the, the trilogy of the novels. Here's uh, another graphic novel that comes in after all yeah, of those. He, so. he, he calls it Crossfire, and this is supposed to be a two-parter. So there's Crossfire, and then the one after that's going to be Underfire. Um, Underfire, right? Yep. On there, putting it together. Um, I'm I'm just debating if I'm gonna give him fifty bucks or thirty five bucks at this point. <laughs> Does he have this limited edition level? Like, uh, can you get a personal signed copy? Probably, but the problem is I've backed so many of his projects that uh, I have most of these things he's offering. So you <laughs> so get to to like maybe the one sixty or the two fifty level. That's what I loved about this project is I got announcements in all of the ones that I previously. Yeah, I got I got like project. four of these. Like, he made announcements in those projects. Hey, you back this now? Try I'm excited for Crossfire. I think it's really cool that he's continuing the story on forward. And uh, I can't remember. I don't think I mentioned it last week because I hadn't gotten it yet. But I did from one of those projects uh, because remember I love the novel side of things more than the graphic novel. But he just sent me the 400 page uh, prequel. Um, called for Hatter M and Hatbox, and it's and again it's before and it's in the younger years of Hatter when he's going through the millinery school. But he just sent me my own PDF with my name like uh, watermarked across every page, and it, and I get to read it before it gets printed oh. and give him my thoughts on I it. Sh- I sh- I'm pretty I, stoked. I should about probably that. get it. See, I told you, I swear there was one thing that I haven't gotten from him. We've faxed so many yeah. of his projects that I have, I don't keep track anymore. It's because kind of he's, he's not shipping those actual books out until like January, February, yeah. but he is—he was offering for a certain level of folks to pre-read the book and give him feedback. Yeah. So I'm—I'm I'm stoked about that. I just need to quit doing my job. Yeah, I, I think I need to go to get that. I actually barely watched the movie that, like, I got a I, for the first time in my life, I've gotten a legit screener that was addressed to me, like it was watermarked with me on it, and I watched through the whole credits just to see my name because I'm vain like that. Uh, <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> On there, so but yes, definitely shout outs to those quick to those quick projects. Yep. So, those and are, those are the, yeah, and then the next one that was sent to us, another Utah project, and it was sent by uh, Danny Martinez, one of your former former students or current hey, students. Oh, he's former. He, well, barely former. Yeah, he's out on his own now. Yeah. He's on. Ba- barely former student on there. 
Um, it's a local horror film called Nocturne. And like I said, the only reason we didn't cover this is because it has 68 hours as a time of recording. By the time this comes out, there'll be like less than 24. So on there, it is. A- yeah. And it, it's a fun film being shot right here in Salt Lake. And, and because it's, it's film and it's involving, you know, some pretty cool people. I, I think it makes sense to throw some money at it. Yeah. You know, these guys, right? Probably. I know a few of them, yeah. Yeah, see, again, degrees of Drew. I told you guys. I told you guys. <laughs> All right, so let's jump into, <laughs> jump into our projects tonight. So, Drew, um, I, kn- I know you're a fan of having good art, right? I mean, you have some amazing pieces of art behind you right now. Um, I, love, I love good art. On that- I love bad art, too. Just- <laughs> <laughs> how, how about having some art that um, has a little bit of your genetic material embraced into it? That that gets a little creepy. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Tell me, tell, <laughs> tell me more so I can be more creepy. <laughs> All right. So this is called my DNA portrait, and what the what they actually do is they take your DNA sequence. So they don't take your actual genetic material, but what's in your genetic material, <laughs> and they combine it with uh, different portraits to sh- to show off on there. So um, what what so. You're probably going, KT. What what in the world are you talking about? What does this so, look like? Yes. So so look at this picture on this website right here, um, where you know this is like Seattle with the Space Needle, and then you can kind of see these lines at the bottom, right here. That is actually the representation of your DNA through a gel electrophoresis on that. And yeah. you're, probably, you're probably going, KT. What in the world is that? That is actually a way of um, identifying and sequencing your DNA. On that, I could go into the science of it, but just when people say they're going to send your DNA to the lab to test, this is one of the ways they actually can represent your results. On that, <laughs> so if you want to see more of the clean sequences, it's like this. And to you, that looks like a whole bunch of lines. To me, that actually makes sense. <laughs> on there, but that's one way of doing it. The other way of doing it is, and this is the one that I am actually not as familiar with, is um, circular DNA charts on there where it shows you the representation of your DNA in a circular form on there. Um, mm. I'm not as familiar with that, but I understand kind of the concept behind it on there. So with this project, what you do is if you back it, they'll send you a swab kit and then this is where you're getting your DNA is on your cheek. Everybody else get your mind out of the gutter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you just swab, right. swab the side of your cheek, put it back into the sterile tube. Everything's sterile. You send it to the company. It takes about a month, I think, to sequence all of this. And then once they get the results of that, they're going to, and depending on if you want the circle design or the um, gel electrophoresis style line, they're going to integrate it into a picture or something that you like. So each one is actually, hand, you know, it's hand done and customized straight for you. So you, you just pick a your favorite city and they'll do the rest on there. Um which is beautiful. I honestly find that so attractive. I I mean, don't wouldn't you want to have like something like this? I, yeah. And you, you'll be like, you see that I water? Would. That's me. And then that's what I love. I love the city <laughs> ones because it's so it's such a you know a piece of art first, and then if you point it out to somebody and goes, see those lines right there? Do you see that? That's that's me. I, that's me. That's just yeah. that's just dang this, cool. This I one, like that better than this straight color. Yeah, this one I think you actually might like on there. So you could have a picture of your kids. And then have their DNA mm-hmm. in the background because so in that ye- in the yellow is their DNA. Isn't that not cool? <laughs> that is way cool. It's just it's beautiful. I would, I love the combination that they're kind of throwing together here. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm. Wow. Yeah, I, I mean, I I love this idea, 
and like I said, science geeks will freak out about it. And I, when I first saw this, I'm like, well, this is going to be really super scientific. And I mean, how do you make something like that look pretty? And they, they, sh- they artsy, show you, right? How yeah, do you go artsy? Um, on this, and I, I think this would be cool. Like, I, I, I kind of want to get one, so and then hang it on the wall, and, and they're like, uh, so what, what's that? Well, you know, that's uh, for me, it'd probably be like San, that's San Francisco, and then me in the water. I'm like, where are you in the water? Me. See those lines right there? That's me. That's me in the water. Man, that's awesome. Yeah. So is this back? No, this is a back for me. I love the idea. What I what I guess my questions are like reward tiers. Uh, you got to jump to ninety nine dollar level to get a digital file that you would then print yourself. Oh, I guess. Yeah. So this is the, this is the genius part about it is because they don't do the actual printing for most. of They send you the digital file. You can take that to Costco, to Walmart, wherever, right? To get your prints printed at whatever size you want on there, and then you can get that printed on there. So I think that actually is a smart thing because then it lowers their fulfillment requirements. I mean, what happens if you get right. your picture and there's like a huge gash through it or something? Um on that and honestly for that $99 most of that's going to the lab for your DNA sequencing because I, 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 I think DNA sequencing is around 100 bucks <laughs> anyways mm-hmm. plus you get the results they send you the results too so you don't just get this picture representation if you're really 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 geeky and you want to see what lysine got represented through your um, DNA sequence you can because they send you the report too <laughs> so, that's crazy so I mean to well, me I, I'm so I have a couple of questions. I mean, they're only looking at a ten thousand dollar goal, but they're like minimum tier for a reward. For you know, versus as opposed to like a thank you reward, mm-hmm. but the minimum tier is a hundred dollars. So, so I'm, I guess I'm just hoping, I'm hoping that a hundred people can jump in and be like, I mean, that's all they really need: hundred backers at ninety nine dollars, yeah. and they'll hit their goal. It's beautiful. It's unique art. I, I guess I wish it was a, a faster and. Hmm, I don't know, 90 is high. And I guess maybe I'm just not as interested in my own DNA. I know who I am. I don't need the pictures. But I think it's, I think it's pretty. I think it's really pretty. So I'm going to call this a back because I do, I do love the idea. And I think that it, it definitely deserves a chance to be like your own picture. I'm, di- I'm digging it. Yeah, um, I, I mean, yeah, like I said, you're pretty much just paying for genetic testing on there, <laughs> to be honest with you. On there, and the, the rest of it is they're, they're doing the rest of it. Um, on there so yeah for me this is a back i i i was really surprised when i saw it i'm like whoa i really want one of these so that that is the my dna portrait and you know kind of speaking about kids and childhood on there our next project is kind of going to take us back to our childhood right i love this project this and i won't spend too long on it because i think anybody that knows it will get it and i don't have to convince you but for our middle project today it is uh, recently launched, I think. I don't think it was... I think it was launched today. Might have been today. But it is basically, bring back Mystery Science Theater 3000. Oh, yeah. Joel, Joel from MST3K has this fun little five-minute video where he basically gets up and goes, hey, you know what? This is how it went down the first time. I made it in a, you know, in a local television station. After a few episodes, we went to cable, and then, you know, then we syndicated and moved on. And then after almost 200 shows of MST3K, they canceled the show because you know people in the big boardroom were like, eh, it's not making money, it's not doing it. People want new. But really, this is like one of the perfect things to bring back via crowdfunding. And he talks about that in this really well-put-together project he gets down to the to it and starts to explain 
you know, why haven't we done it before now? Well, because crowdfunding is what makes this possible, and here's how the crowdfunding works. So essentially, the whole idea of this uh, project is that they want to make three more episodes. Uh, so they're raising money to to kind of bring it back for three full feature length episodes. Um, okay, I'll, I'll let those in. Those in that are not in the MST3K fan club, I'll let you know. Basically, these <laughs> the premise of the show is a guy gets sent into outer space and he makes some robot friends and his his captors or whatever that send him into outer space force him to watch cheesy movies. And so the show that you get to watch is him riffing on these funny cheesy movies and making fun of them with his robot friends. And you see them sitting down below in silhouette form. And throughout the whole show, they're just mocking and making comments on these cheesy B-movies. And it's hilarious because it's what all of us do anyway. And so after almost, gosh, I think he said it's been almost 30 years ago. Yeah, it was started yeah. in 88. Wow. Yeah. This, I used to watch it when I was I was probably fifteen, sixteen. That's when I I fell in love. This show started when I was born. Ugh, I was born in eighty eight. Put that into perspective. I was born <laughs> in nineteen eighty eight. That's <laughs> awesome. So the whole show went lasted almost twelve years. They made a lot of episodes. You can still find episodes floating around. I I just I think there's a lot of things I love about this. The video itself was a great way to tease it. It's very much everything you love about MST3K. Uh, I do have, so it's totally a back for me because I think it's, it's wonderful and it, and it better happen and it's raised half, almost half its goal just in the first day, assuming today's the first day. But what gets me is they're trying to raise $2 million for three episodes. I'm, I'm still trying to wrap my head around like, because I've, I've produced Is it you know, licensing fees I, for the B-movies now? I guess that's, that's the only thing I can, I can think of. think of. That's all I can think of because honestly... Um, for two million dollars to make three episodes, I don't. I mean, does he have to buy licensing for the stuff that? I mean, he, he created it in the first place, but I guess for the movies, maybe. Uh, I don't know that that question is addressed anywhere yet on the page because that's my biggest question. Uh, you you remember the show? It was like yeah. Satellite of Love was a singular set, and in between the movie takes, they had this short, like miniature animation. That everybody <laughs> loved because it was just like the doors slide open. Yeah. They count down as he gets into there. Two million dollars to me. I'm just like, are you going to have like somebody digitally recreate the entire thing? You know, like I, it's an absurd amount of money. However, if any show could pull off that amount, MST can. They've got a fan base. Yeah. Um, and they're, and and anybody would would love to have the T-shirt or a postcard or a coffee cup. All these reward tiers that they're that they're offering. So. Uh, that's it. I sorry I went long on that one, but yes, it's MST3K is, is back, and it's a back back. Yeah, it's, a back, it's back. a back for me. I mean, like I said, even though it launched when I was born, I still grew up watching it. Uh, yeah, on there, and my, my twelve years. Yeah, my my guess is maybe the robots are asking for more money now. They like want their own that's trailer and everything. You know, <laughs> they're Bro, like, we're big time sir, now. Sir, <laughs> Gypsy needs a big trailer. Yeah. Oh. I can't wait. Yep. I can't wait. Their, so I didn't add this, but their stretch goals are basically as they hit 3 million, 4 million, 5 million, they're adding three more episodes for every million after the first two, which is, which is great. So I'd love to see a full more, another season of 12 full episodes. Yeah. I, I would love to be a part of that. I mean, that would be great. I mean, I've always wondered why no one has ever done that kind of overlay for like a Twitch stream. Just have chairs in the front and then just like, 
the streamer and like what, a couple of silhouette. Yeah. yeah, and his, his friends just looking I, up while they're playing video games. I don't know why no one has ever done that. Maybe we should do that for Fail Pill Fridays, Drew. Maybe we should do that <laughs> on that, and we'll just have everybody down there and we'll play really bad games too. I mean, come on, I've played yeah. Hello Kitty Roller Derby. <laughs> that could be fun. <laughs> All right, so. Um, I guess the theme is of this has been childhood or kids on there because this one, yes, I, I, this the last project I cannot relate to whatsoever on there. But you have girls on there, and have they gotten to have they gotten to the painting the nails stage of life? Oh yet? yes! In fact, this last weekend we just bought jam berries for everybody, and the littlest one has already peeled them all off. They're vinyl nails, and she's already like, hey. I know you're saying this. I'm like, what in the world is a jam berry? <laughs> <laughs> vinyl nails <laughs> on, on there so this so this may actually solve the problem because they probably change their mind every two seconds too on there oh, yes. <laughs> so our, our last project of the night is Nailbot and it is a way to instantly print designs onto your nail using your favorite tool the iPhone <laughs> print with your iPhone yes you realize uh, all that has is a camera and a light how am I supposed to yeah. print a nail so what it is it's a little enclosure thing that you either pair with Bluetooth or Wi-Fi on there, and it uses the the camera on your phone to actually position where the printer is going to actually print on there, and then you can send whatever you want. You can send emojis. You can send designs that they've had pre-made in the gallery. They're even trying to they're they're trying to implement it so you can actually put in your own designs from your phone from your camera phone. Right, so right. That's so that'd they, be ideal. So your 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 kids could have pictures of their own head on their nails or their sisters or their or their dot or mini. On, on their nails and it, it prints it on there because it uses an HP ink on there and just prints on their nail okay. and then you're good to go. <laughs> um, like the, the, the steps are pretty straight, straightforward. You know, you place your phone in the cradle, you prep your nails with a white base coat and then pre-paint coat. Then you select the image you want, put your finger in the thing and it has a little guide where you do it. And then it print the, the pre-Madonna mobile app prints for you. And then in about five seconds, your image is already on there, and then you just got to put a top coat on it, which I assume is like a clear glass. Well, you seal it off the lacquer, yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. you are good. You are good to go. <laughs> this is now okay. So I would guess that something this cool, and I, I really, I really like this. Yeah, you can see Being some of these print, designs. Man. Like they did the TechCrunch logo, and they can get pretty intricate on there, which is I'm, I'm really surprised about. Um, on there, and I, you know, I, I'm like. Drew's kids must love this. I know how, nothing about nails, wow. but I I think it'd be how awesome. close are they? Do they say how close they are to like letting you do custom pictures? Um, they just said that in would, the future. On there, I, man, because uh, that I, would do it for me. I would design all kinds of like custom things, and I would I'd park myself outside of the uh, elementary school, and I would like let the kids choose their own like little Minecraft nails or like little My Little Pony. Like I would, yeah, and only charge like two bucks for- a nail. Yeah, <laughs> I would set up a mall kiosk. Yeah, no, oh my gosh. So, like, the idea of printing on nails is not new. We we saw it at CES in 2013, like the second CES. I yes, there's a ktdata.net video call of a printing thing called Tats Nails, but the limitation of that is one, it was a it was a fairly big screen thing because it had a touch screen and everything on it, and then you were limited by the designs uh, that they had on there, um and right right uh, and the, you know so I think some of those designs were fairly basic too. You know, fast forward to now, this is a much smaller system because that's one of the things that they're planning on yeah. doing is making the system smaller. And of course, putting your phone is great 
because now you you know you got you got a good camera on there and then the ability to put on your own images and stuff genius <laughs> yeah yeah right i would i'm seriously considering this as like a christmas gift uh, you know even though they're probably not they're shipping not until next year this time until, right yeah the end of next year <laughs> Um, if I remember the time, yeah, October amazing. to December. This. Units are shipped. I and I'm I was amazed at the resolution. They're using HP ink, so you, you know the ink quality is going to be good on there. And they they they've made sure that everything is super safe on there. This this is a bag for me. I mean, it's kind of crazy yeah. in two years how much the technology has evolved. Um, and what right, I love, like, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say that just just the brilliance of them saying, okay, instead of making an entire printer. What we need is to have everything happen on your cell phone, and we just make the the ink part happen. Yeah. I, I, that's brilliant. Yeah, and I, I love the company too. Is part of the reason they invented this is they want to inspire girls to stay creative, to go you know into the engineering and get ideas on what to do because they're like, we want to help make more female makers out there. I mean, well, I think one of the things is you can get a maker set <laughs> so mm-hmm. on there. So I, I I think this thing is really cool, even though um. I don't know the first, I mean, yeah, I don't know the first thing about nails. I'm like, this is way cool. And yeah, oddly enough, that's, is, <laughs> is that the crazy thing is I think about your kids when I see some of these projects. Yeah, that's, I'm like, with Drew's kids, crazy. I don't have my own kids, so I'm going <laughs> <laughs> well, to, I ended up painting their, their nails. I painted their nails, you know, for Halloween, they all had black and orange nails. And then when we got these jam berries, we went down to the Pinners conference. And so we got... Got all kinds of things down there from the <laughs> Pinterest world. But yeah, they all had these like vinyl nails and Stace spent hours putting on these special vinyl nails. But this, yeah, I would this love would, to print Like five nails. seconds each? Think about that. Done. I would have the coolest designs. They would have, oh, they'd have so many friends. <laughs> <laughs> on that. So that is the nail bot. Um, as you guys can see, it's back from both of us. All right. So it is now time for our sack of the week. On this Bring end, it. so I, I I I actually thought this might be a decent project until I read um, <clears throat> the first line in about the project. So it is called the the sword of end, and I'm like, okay, you know, there's a there's no video, but I don't I penalize a little bit of it, but it's okay. And it's supposed to be a web comic, right? With the potential okay. to be cartoons, movies, toys, and etc. I'm like, okay, thinking a little big here, but not too bad. Yeah, right, right. Then your first sort line has this right here. The fine wrinkles are still being pressed. Mostly names, character plot, names, characters, deeper plot, storytelling, and such. <laughs> so what do you have? Is, isn't that everything? <laughs> That's everything. If you have, <laughs> so so you're telling me you just have this picture, pretty much, <laughs> on there, and then so the rest of it, he actually tells you a little bit about the backstory, but it's very generic, um, and yeah, and I'm like, you want fifty thousand dollars for this, really? Uh, um, again, and he he makes he makes the cardinal he breaks the cardinal rule too. So look at the rewards. There's only a hundred dollar one. And then you will be given dedications in the very first issue and in the final issue of Ending Sagas. And I'm like, well, delivered in, in March delivered 2018. In 2018. Yeah. He's thought this one all the way through. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I mean, he does some, go into a little bit of story, but it's, it's really generic. <laughs> you know, 
I mean, he doesn't even have the names. The main characters are a 14-year-old boy, his 13-year-old cousin, and his best friend. Sounds like a life story. If you were really into this project and had thought about it a little bit more, wouldn't have you named at least those characters? Because as they are the main characters... You know, I I get I if you haven't so. if you haven't named like side characters or villains yet, but you think your main characters would be the one of the first things you name. Okay, uh, so this is great. I love metaphors. I love uh, what do you call it? these? So it's risk and challenges. Just need to start putting staples into the idea, and the rest will come. At this stage, anything and everything still available and able to be changed or worked around. So it's like I want to make Jello. I just don't know the flavor or the shape. So you don't have Maybe anything. Yeah, so maybe now is not the time to raise funds. I would get a flavor and a shape and then say, folks, I'm making orange squares. Can you back me? Yeah, and he's um, uh, and it, oh, for $50,000. That's, that's a lot. A lot. <sighs> if this guy did like 500 he might be able to actually hustle it and get it done and be like, all right, I just got 500 bucks to make my first, you know, my first one and then build it from there. I think, uh, wow, good choice on the sack of the week. Yeah. Uh, you got a little I, ways to go, and, my friend. I, I had a lot to pick from. For some reason, this month, a lot of people are like, "I want to launch X website," and they're asking for like ten thousand dollars or five thousand dollars. And I'm like, there, "There was one that you had in the show notes for uh, Nerd Girls," and I looked oh. at the video and I was like, "Nerd Girls, this could be promising." And it was just like the boringest, the most boring video, oh. just a talking head. And I was like, "Nope." Did you go to the website? It's a WordPress. I website, did, and it, and it has zero it content on it. Had nothing on it, and I was like, "You don't need it." Yeah, that's funny. People are looking for money for a website. Let me tell you something, folks. I, in my other capacity as a professor, have just authorized and worked through eight months of thirty thousand dollars of building a website that is not great. (laughs) So, I don't know. I guess I'm I'm beside myself because I could have built it probably at this not great level for like I don't know. Two or three grand by myself. Yeah. And anyway, so uh, I'm I'll tell you, ktdata.net did not cost a grand to put together. Let me tell you that. Right, <laughs> right. You don't, you don't need that. Ah, that's too funny. I love the sacks of the week. If you guys have sacks of the week, send them to us so we can, so we can join you in your revelry. Yep. Kickcast at ktdata.net. Ktdata.net. Wow, I said my own name wrong. <laughs> great that's great um on there or if you have regular projects you want to send our way let us know send it over there or you can leave it on our facebook page facebook.com slash kt or kickcast facebook <laughs> kickcast or at kickcast on twitter at night 20 for that beautiful man over there at, K- at kt data for me and of course we always love it when you watch live our next episode is going to be november 17th 2015 just head on over to live.kickcast.net it will be there or just keep our twitters open and you'll find links to that um, Drew, you got anything to plug before we go? Not much. Um, you know, it's uh, it, we, I am about this close to finishing the trailer for the Comic Con movie that we that we did, and I think once that trailer comes out, um, we're using it to to build financing from from backers from not just backers in the crowdfunding, but it's going to be mainly for big financiers, and then we'll bring it into crowdfunding at some point to finish it up. So look for that. I think you'll see our our trailer pretty soon. No, I I, I kind of want to see a sneak preview of it once you get it done. Because I'm I'm, like, I'm I, getting I, close I, enough. I'm like I, I want to almost close enough I'll, to sneak preview. It's like I want to know a little bit about it behind the scenes. You know, it's good. <laughs> it's gonna all be right, good. All right, guys, thank you so much, and we'll see you in two weeks. Bye bye.